God is with you. Let us pray. Living God, whose love displaced the gravity of stone, you entrusted women who loved beyond death with the news of resurrection. We praise you for the open gospel, which ends Easter faith begins. Accept our fear, our disbelief, and take us into this new world led by the risen Son, through Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy Easter, everyone. Today, on this beautiful spring day, I feel the reality of resurrection, the physical reality of grace. Take a look outside, look around, see all that we have been given, feel the sunlight, hear the birds, smell the flowers and the trees in bloom, feel it in your bodies. I love you all, and I am overwhelmed with gratitude for you and for God. This day, Easter, we celebrate the risen Christ, the embodiment of love eternal, a love that withstands everything, even death Every Easter is a reminder that God's grace is a physical reality. Of the four gospel narratives of Easter, this one, Mark's gospel, is the perfect one for our times, for today. It is a gospel told by people who have been through great tragedy a people not quite healed, a people grappling with uncertainty. Mark's gospel was compiled in the latter half of the first century of the common era, a time of Roman occupation and persecution in Palestine. Uprisings against Roman occupation led to the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. The entire culture had been upended, not unlike our own. 552,000 deaths from COVID in the United States, 2.82 million deaths worldwide. To say nothing of all who were ill or who lived in dread or have been socially isolated for over a year. Trauma. We no trauma. We can relate to the cultural upheaval and uncertainty that shaped Mark's gospel. Consider how Mark's Easter story unfolds. Women, it is women who witness the resurrection, women who receive the most important news ever. Three women, including the Mary, mother of James, shout out to my wife, Mary, mother of James, 
three women go in darkness through a city. A city occupied by a foreign superpower. The women go out to care for the body of a beloved teacher who was brutally killed. They arrived to a strange scene and a stranger there tells them that Jesus is not there. He is gone. He is in Galilee. In other words, Jesus is not even in Mark's Easter story. In Mark, the resurrection is entirely mystery, mystery shrouded in fear. The women leave scared. They are silent. That's how it ends. The whole gospel ends right there. Do you remember The Sopranos, the TV show? Do you remember the last episode of The Sopranos? Tony Soprano and his family meet in a diner. There's high tension marked by the repeated chime of a bell at the door. Viewers watch anxiously to see if this mob family will be killed. But what happens? In the middle of the scene, in the middle of that tension, the screen goes Black. No explanation, no postscript, black. That is Mark's gospel. The ending of Mark was so uncomfortable, so shocking that over the years, people tried to soften it. They added to it. They tried to tie a ribbon on it. Because the truth of the resurrection, the truth of discipleship, the truth of life is not easy. We don't know what is ahead. There's fear. There's uncertainty. There's also immense joy and wonder. There is the miracle of life. We don't always understand it. But the reality of grace embodied is with us always. Part of following the resurrected Christ is dedication to authenticity. To follow, we must know where we are. Right now, we are people who have been through a lot. We have been through trauma. We don't even know if we are through it. Yes, 31.4% of Californians have received at least one dose of the vaccine. Maybe you or your loved ones are fully vaccinated. Maybe you're wondering what now? When can we start seeing people? How much longer will we wear our masks? When will life go back to normal? Can it ever feel normal again? These are hard questions. Things we would like to know, but can't yet. For now, we must live the questions, as Rilke wrote to a young poet. 
He said, be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Like Jesus' followers in Mark, we have been through great trauma, and that trauma is lodged in our bodies. In his book, The Body Keeps the Score, psychiatrist Bessel van der Kolk describes the effects of trauma on the body. In his groundbreaking work studying brain imagery of Vietnam veterans, van der Kolk mapped out how the human brain changes in post-traumatic stress and becomes more oriented to sources of pain. The brain filters in more danger and less pleasure. As a result, traumatized people have a harder time feeling love and affection. Part of the treatment of trauma is to calm the body employ practices like yoga, like breath exercises, like water immersion to shift the brain's habits from the flight or fight reptilian basal ganglia to the parasympathetic brain, especially the medial prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that helps you feel your own body to be aware of yourself in the present, to feel connected to others. In other words, the body needs physical restoration to overcome stress. The body needs resurrection. Like the resurrection in Mark, we don't have the answers immediately. Healing does not come overnight, but Jesus is waiting in Galilee the healing presence of love incarnate is waiting for us all. This week, I struggled with the bodily effects of stress and trauma. On top of the chronic pandemic woes, I was feeling the stresses of Easter and having the kids out of school and caring for a young puppy. And then on Tuesday night, I was trying to tune Mary Beth's cello, a beautiful instrument she has played expertly her entire life. And I accidentally broke the bridge. The wood of the bridge snapped. The cello is getting fixed, but it was heartbreaking and stressful. And the next day, when I was at church, I had a long conversation with a former student who had participated in our meditation groups, and he is now living houseless and combating mental illness, and he refused any help or food or guidance. I went home feeling exhausted and ashamed. I felt like nothing could go right. But as I parked the car in the driveway, my three beautiful boys and Mary Beth and 
our puppy Arthur ran up to greet me. We had a trampoline that came this week and, and we have it in the backyard now and the boys were excited to jump with me. So in the soft light of the golden hour, we bounced around in pure merriment. I watched the boys' giddy smiles as their hair flew up and, and their little bodies discovered weightlessness. We jumped and ran and jumped, and then we collapsed. All three boys were piled around me, and we stared up at the sunlight piercing through the giant oak trees above us. And for a moment, just a moment, I felt the physical reality of grace. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to practice some of those physical activities that shift the brain from fight or flight to the parasympathetic brain. That is some of the work that helps in healing trauma. Specifically, I want you once a day or three times a day, but at least once a day to do one long exhale. Do a long exhale once a day and see what effect that has on you. This simple activity starts triggering the brain to feel safety and peace. One long exhale a day this week. Happy Easter, everyone. Christ is risen. Have a great week. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For the prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God, God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God, God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God, God of love, hear the prayers of your people. 
for the good work of this community. May our roles be uplifted by one another. As we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are struggling to get the COVID vaccine. We pray for the officer in the Capitol who was struck and killed this week. For his family and for the other officer who was injured. We pray for those suffering from chronic trauma, for the healing of their bodies, and for the awakening of their love. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And give us not into temptation, but deliver us from Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.